Hello and welcome to Nights at the Hobby Table. I'm your host Blake here with the abominable Oblerone. How you doing, brother? Abominable. It sounds like a bomb uh, snow. Like a bubba double. Me like Ogren. Me like Thoktop. <laughs> But Oba- Obama Blurone. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Where are we going with this? Abominable. <laughs> How okay. you doing, man? <laughs> Surprisingly, really well. So yeah, yeah. yeah it's been a good. Yeah. It's been a good week at work, to be honest. And uh, I was looking a little bit towards not having a great time, but it's it's way better than I expected. So. I love when a shitstorm turns out unexpectedly good. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is gonna fucking suck. And then you're like, hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Exactly. It's like, that's yeah, pretty alright. I can actually see myself being here more. <laughs> Even though it's like uh, 1,500 meters under the ground. So. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah, you're, a, you're a mole man now. You can turn <laughs> to a squat down there. So what happened is I I took on like a, a quick electrician job, well quick, like two three weeks or something in in the mines. So I'm going under the ground. Yeah. I was DD thinking it hole, would right? suck. Yeah. No, but it turned out really fine. It's like it's really nice work, and uh, the place, despite being like super muddy and everything the workplace is really nice but i suppose at least it's probably not cold down there right no like, man it's like it's like 20 plus degrees in there yeah whereas it's like fucking minus whatever up top for you yeah yeah, yeah. like this whole week we've had minus one to five or something so not really that cold but yeah, yeah. dude yeah. it's it's bizarre man the, the world is going haywire right because it is it is the first day of summer here yeah. in Australia, right? In Queensland. And it is only 16.4 degrees right now at night. Yeah. It's like mm. winter weather and no one knows what to do because usually it's like 35 degrees right now. Yeah. No, but it's the same for us. Like, it's it's supposed to be a lot colder around this, uh, this time yeah. of year. You were freezing your nuts off this time last year, I remember. Yeah. Fighting polar bears with your nipples and stuff. I remember this. Yeah, I'm having nipple offs. <laughs> nipple offs. <laughs> so, uh, oh, what are we going to talk about this episode? Uh, good question. I was thinking we should talk about stamp collecting. No, I'm joking. We should talk about airbrushes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've uh, recently had a couple of friends buy a airbrush and they were like, yeah, I don't really know how to do this, what to do yeah, with it. Yeah, my little brother got one as well, so yeah. this will be helpful to him, um, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, and look, they're a good tool that goes across many hobbies. Yeah. Like, just because yeah. you have an airbrush doesn't mean you're doing Warhammer. Like, you can be literally painting murals on the wall with it, you can be doing your yeah. car bonnet, you could be doing fucking... Gundams yeah. or whatever model kit you can do anything Guitars like even. that. Yeah, exactly. So it's just we're gonna be going over it more from a miniature point of view today, but the stuff still transfers. You know, yeah. like cleaning yeah, practices, yeah. all that stuff. It's all gonna transfer. Transferable skills is what this podcast is all about. Exactly. More than one use. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. 
with That's a Swiss what... Army knife of podcast. Let's fucking go. <laughs> exactly. Cool, man. But first of all, what have you been up to in your hobby, Obi? What have you been doing? <laughs> Fuck you, Polly. You ruined this one. <laughs> what do you mean? Because <laughs> yesterday evening he was like, "Oh, I already know what Obi's gonna say next episode." <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, yeah, no, I know what you're gonna say too because I've been there for some of it. <laughs> All right, uh, I've painted a lot of miniatures. I finished my whole backlog. It's true. It's not a lie. I've not been playing Dark Tide at all. Okay, now stop lying to our loyal listeners. They deserve okay. better than that. Yeah, okay. um, and just admit that gaming is a hobby, so you can get off clean for once. <laughs> no, that's not a hobby. It's just a time waste. Uh, oh, so you've been wasting time instead of hobbying? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I have. That's basically what well, happened. Unlike you, I've been hobbying because I've been playing <laughs> video games. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did do a little bit of hobbying. Uh, I uh, I don't remember if I said that last episode, but I clear coded my dreadnought and I started basing them now. Uh, it's taking me a long time, and I started rubbing off more paint of miniatures, and yeah, it's a yeah. Thing. Opie's really into rubbing it out, you know, <laughs> rubbing one off. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so but uh, this weekend I'm hoping to finish up the basing, do a couple of more clear coats on my dreadnought to make the panels all smoother, and on to the next project, which will be. Custodies. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'll be there with you doing custodies as well. Yep. It's, uh... Because they got free ones. Yeah. I think I might just prep them this weekend so that we can actually do it together. Uh... Yeah, I, I got a couple that I have to strip. Some I'll get away with not stripping. But some of them are just god-awful and they need to go in and be stripped. Yeah. Um... So I think that's... Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how people fuck these things up this bad, eh? Yeah. <laughs> like, how, how do you fuck up a spray coat? Oh, yeah. Well, it happened. Don't buy Army Painter spray caps. Because that's why I kind of bought an airbrush. Just to get rid of I'm these. just perplexed. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, that's nice. that's it for me. What about you, man? Uh, well, um, I've been... Led astray by a certain Spiderhead co-host into playing quite a bit of Dark Tide. What? Um, yeah, you, you. Um, <laughs> actually, I wasn't even going to buy Dark Tide for quite some time, and then good old Polly actually bought it for me. So shout out to Polly once more. Yeah. I appreciate that, brother. Um, you know, he just wanted to be me to be included, and then Obi's like, "Please play with me, woo. <laughs> so. Then I played Dark Tide, and you know, it's cool, it's fun. Um, but I've actually been doing real hobbying as well. Um, I haven't played any Warhammer, but I got some guitar playing in the other day. I played for probably, like, you know, half an hour, an hour. Huh? Which, considering how busy I've been, that was yeah. like, yes. You know, it was like breathing between sentences. It was a luxury. Um, anyway, uh, and I also, when we were at Office Works the other day, my girlfriend loves Office Works. It's just like, stationary stuff is her shit so but i bought well i was there i bought myself just a packet of like uh different grade pencils with like a an eraser and a fucking sharpener and a new sketch pad 
So I've been doing a little bit of sketching here and there, and I've been having a blast with it. Yeah, yeah it's looking real good too. Oh, I'm amazed how good yeah. you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people. I'm just like okay at a lot of things, you know. Like I can draw, kinda. I can play guitar, kinda. <laughs> well, that's my thing. You and me then. <laughs> <laughs> I can kinda do things, but no. I mean, look, I have fun, and that's what it's about. So. And it's about practice too, so. Hell yeah, that's cool. Oh, and I've been learning a little bit of Japanese as well. Ah, konnichiwa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just like, I learned the basic stuff. Uh, there's an app called Duolingo. Um, ah, not sponsored, yes. but you know. Um, but like, I'm just learning the basic stuff, like how to order food and stuff like that. Which I figure once I know how to order food in Japan, what else do I really need? Like, I'm good. <laughs> Show me to the Gundam room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna wear a Gundam t-shirt and point to it and be like Gundam where? Yeah. <laughs> Money where? <laughs> or, or maybe I'll just maybe I'll just start shouting at the top of my lungs like it's a Gundam, <laughs> and they'll all just point in the right direction. I'm sure it'll work. I don't know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> that is, uh, there's only one way yeah. how it could work. Correct. Yeah, exactly. But now nah, me, me and uh, me and the missus are hoping to get better at it and go over there for a trip, probably in twenty twenty four. Do some retro game shopping, pop in and see our good buddy Ursats. Oh um, yeah. You know. Hell yeah. And then I'll take a photo with Ursats, doing the peace sign, and send it to you, and then you can respond with your tears in your eyes. <laughs> like how Jokes sad you are. You. Maybe I'll get to see Sam too. Come to Japan when I'm there, then we can all hang out. <laughs> I'll buy uh, you ramen. <laughs> that's not a selling point, but sure. <laughs> uh, it's not? You know, like ramen? Nah, there's better things in life, but. No way, man. Pork belly ramen is chef's kids. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Rambling, as always. <laughs> um, Yeah, cool. So let's get to today's episode. Yeah. Um, I reckon we should probably start with some basics of, you know, just the basics of like what is an airbrush. What do you think? Yeah. So the airbrush, it's like a barrel-shaped thing that will shoot out air, and then it will siphon, shoot paint through it with the air. So it basically, it's pulling the paint out and spraying it out, like a, a little bit like a an air, like a spray can. So, same system, just more controlled. Um, there's like a few different types of airbrushes. Uh, you usually define them by different types. And like one of the defining types is the way the paint is being fed through the air. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of them being so, gravity fed and the other being bottom fed. Uh, yeah, so. The gravity fed is usually what you'll find in miniature painting, right, man? Like, yeah, so yeah. When uh, m- most people that do miniature painting and whatnot, you usually see them with a gravity fed brush and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but when people are doing stuff like, um, I think when they do makeup and like that sort of more stuff, I've seen people use the uh the bottom fed ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh. The, the main difference between gravity basically means that the the paint cup is on the top. 
so it will basically siphon down by gravity and then the air will just draw it out and shoot it straight onto your object your canvas or miniature or whatever you're painting on uh, yeah. the bottom fed will be just like a little tub where you pre-mix the paint in and it'll have like a little a little rod in there sucking up the paint it's yeah for most uses most applications that we use in warhammer gunpla whatever uh it will be a gravity fed uh, i think the bottom fed ones are um they get used quite a lot for stuff that needs quite a bit of uh material so like if you were doing say a bigger project like you know something really big Mm. like um often with like thicker mediums then i think the the bottom fed ones are much better yeah. You know, like when they're doing makeup, for example, I imagine that stuff's quite thick. Yeah. You know, so I think they use those because it's like if you're doing someone, someone's whole body or whatever, fucking <laughs> yeah. like tan, like that's a lot more than needing, you know, 20 mils in a fucking little metal cup. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So the way you trigger the gun, um, they can also be different as well. You got single or dual action. Single action means the air and paint will come out without real control. Um, so less advised for sort of really fine detail stuff like what we work on here mostly. Yeah, but basically like a spray can bigger, again. Yeah, yeah, but if you're doing big shit, you'll probably be fine. You yeah. Know? Um, dual action is without a doubt the better option for miniatures in particular, mm. and this is what you know what Obi and I both use. Yeah. Um. So basically, what it does is when you press the little button down for air, and you pull the trigger back, it'll slowly pull a needle back, which releases paint and air at, at different mm. volumes. So, like, if you pull it all the way back, that's full paint and air mixture. If it's mm. like just back a little, it's quite light. So you can you can do OSL effects and things yeah. like that using that quite easy. Like just just really fine movements of it. Yeah. So. Exactly. It's qu- quite tricky uh, at first, but once you get the hang of it and you can get some control in your hand, very handy. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like a really good balance between the air pressure and amounts of paint and like the distance towards your, your object that you're painting as well. Yeah. So what, what I kind of suggest before you actually put paint on a miniature would be to do it on a piece of paper. Uh, just to see the different effects of oh I'm holding it too close I'm blasting too much air and the the paint's just running everywhere yeah because uh, you don't want it spider webbing either you know no that can exactly. happen it can spit it it can spatter um yeah so definitely especially if you're using expensive minis yeah you know, Warhammer whatever um it's better to just have a little bit of a dry run even if it's not on paper even if it's like just a random thing like. Paint yeah. a pot of your paint, you yeah. know, in the color that it is. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I paint, uh, I had an airbrush booth at the same time, and I basically just scribbled in the airbrush booth because then it would just suck out the fumes straight away, too. Yeah, there you go. So. Yeah. But how are you supposed to get high off the paint fumes then, huh? Oh, I got a little good Timbit about that later on. <laughs> about <laughs> the fumes. And, and I'll tell you how to not do things as well. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Because we both know I don't have a paint booth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's anyway. uh, 
it's definitely like I said, experiment a little bit before because uh you know, you know what you use the airbrush for will also kinda depend what whether how much paint you're giving or how much air you're giving. So like uh doing like glow effects you said, uh lower air pressure, a little bit of paint every now and then, small bursts of paint. If you're doing primer yeah. You want a lot of paint flooding, flooding, yeah. not really flooding, but just covering a lot of paint, a lot of yeah, exactly. a lot of surface fast. So just before we move on, though, I will say, um, as well as those types of triggers, like yeah, you know, those types of mechanisms, you can also get trigger style ones, like a gun. Yeah, like a gun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not a big fan of those unless you're doing priming. They're yeah. fine for priming. Um, and bigger stuff, but I find that when I'm trying to do details, it's much easier to basically have a pen grip than yeah. it is to have a gun grip. Like, you're yeah. sort of fucking, it's like a shooting the models, not for me. Yeah. Uh, a more traditional dual action paint style yeah. one works yeah. better for me. Yeah, the gun. But I just thought I'd point that out that they do exist. Yeah, the gun trigger is basically a single action one. So. Yeah, yeah. That's. But instead of a little thing on, little toggle on top, it's like a trigger. Yeah, correct. Cool. cool. So that's a little bit of the basics, at least. Um, what do we need for airbrushing? What do we need to get started? Um. Yeah. Look, that's a good question. Um. First thing I can think of off the top of my head is just a little airbrusher, uh, airbrush compressor. Correct. You know, um, not one of those big motherfuckers at your garage because that's gonna. <laughs> piss the missus off when you paint at three in the morning but, um, <laughs> you know i mean mine would be like why and they go back to bed she wouldn't be mad but you know yeah you, you just gotta you know for those ones with angry missuses you gotta be careful of the old decibels late at night yeah. uh but you basically yeah you can get them quite cheap even off ebay yeah um and stuff like that like i have an ebay compressor and i've had it for probably eight, six, seven years now, and it's never failed me. Yeah. You know, there's probably some nicer ones out there, but it works. Um, the only thing I'd upgrade on it would be I'd get one of the ones with the small tanks. Yeah. That way, uh, when it compresses the air, it has, like, a store of air, and you get more level um, air pressure rather yeah. than drops and stuff. Yeah. So... I think I will be upgrading that once I replace the parts I've uh, dissolved in my airbrush with uh, cleaner. <laughs> I got yeah. some pro tips for you guys. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> learn yeah. the hard way. <laughs> uh, I basically figured out one out straight away. Like, if I want a good, consistent flow of air, I need a tank, uh, and yep. it wasn't that much more to get one with a tank, so. Just spend like twenty bucks more. I don't know what it is, and and get the yeah. Thing. And it's still not breaking the bank. You're probably paying what one hundred and twenty or something, maybe yeah. off eBay yeah. or Amazon or yeah. Like if you're in the states, you get shit for like dirt cheap like that anyway. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and like a a, a decent compressor will last you a long time. Like spending yeah. a little bit more money on the compressor is highly advisable. Uh. What I would say is, like, if you buy an airbrush, the first one you'd buy, I'd say buy a dirt cheap one. Like, the cheapest that you can find. 
ish almost just because you will fuck it up at some point and yeah getting into proper like cleaning habits it's good to practice that on a cheaper one instead of like a 120 dollar <laughs> one <laughs> i don't wanna talk about it <laughs> yeah, exactly so compressor definitely needed we also need a hose to connect the compressor to the airbrush simple just there's a few different ones there's like ones with quick release and the normal ones you just screw them on uh, it's a hose nothing can go wrong here if, if you're really lucky you can actually buy a little set um, off ebay that will come with a really shitty airbrush and your compressor and all your little hoses and yeah. then when you get a nice new airbrush you can fucking eat the old airbrush over the back of your head and use the hoses on your nice new airbrush that's what yeah. I do yeah, that's definitely what I suggest. There's like a really a couple of really good bundles, like you said, on eBay or Amazon. Definitely highly yeah. advisable to start with. Preferably eBay, so you don't give money to Jeff Bezos, the weird alien motherfucker. <laughs> they think he's related to Mark Zuckerberg. Is he? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Have you seen? They're probably him? from the same clutch of eggs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I'm, I'm so mean tonight because it's like 3 a.m. and I'm just like, fuck humans. <laughs> <laughs> but not my listeners because you guys are great. Big ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, the other thing is, too, man, is the airbrush itself. Um, you know, you need the actual the unit. And like I said, you can get one in the package or whatever, but. If you get into using them, you're probably gonna want something a little bit nicer, pretty quick. Um, I'm not sure. Have we got a thing? On, are we planning on talking about nice brands later, Obi? Is that a thing? <sighs> nah, no, that's really. not. That's all right. Um, so like, like, um, I personally have an Iwata Neo, which is sort of a really good beginner airbrush. Um, yeah. cost me like a hundred and thirty. So that one's quite nice. It feels really good in the hand. Um. Badger also do them, um, but I'm pretty sure Tamiya yeah. make a quite cheap one designed yeah. to go towards more like Gundams and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's a few of those sorts of ones around as well. Yeah. But I really like Awada. Um, I've heard Badger's amazing, except for the fact that all of the uh, connectors to it are Imperial instead of Metric or vice yeah. versa. Yeah, they're American so it's around, re- so. you- so you gotta run like converters and this and that. Fuck that! Just buy the Iwata <laughs> or the R. Uh, what 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 one do you have over your pretty one that me and Drunken got you? The Harder and Steenbeck. They also have a cheap a cheap one, very reliable, easy to get parts for. It's a German brand, so uh, they have a lot of spare go. parts. Yeah. Can't go wrong with German engineering. Exactly. Uh, my sweet. my first one was a one I bought in a local store. To be honest, they yes. it's it's a it's a store that sells car parts. So <laughs> it's like oh okay yeah. yeah I was like oh cool they got airbrushes oh fuck I'll buy one it's like two hundred fifty so, so bu- that- like twenty five bucks it's like yeah fine this works is that one of those stores that does like. Like like a department store for cars, yeah. yeah like yeah, they sell yeah, all yeah. your mats and seat covers. 
for the yeah. Aussies, it's basically basically super cheap. Yeah, um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I think Bunnings here sells, uh, which is like a hardware store. Yeah, they sell airbrush things and stuff. Yeah. 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 Like like I said earlier, a cheap one is fine. Like really cheap one because if you're just gonna use it for priming, it's eventually primer is a little bit thicker and stickier. You will ruin it, so you have to tear it apart, clean it thoroughly, and if you well lose a ring here and there or lose some parts, it's like eh, this was only twenty five bucks. Yeah. yeah Chuck exactly. it out one and buy will- it the respectable one, so one thing I will say, um, there's this company, I'm just looking it up now, it looks like they're called Gunze, and they do Gundam marker airbrushes. Oh, yeah. Now, I haven't yeah. tried them, but I would avoid that like the fucking plague. <laughs> yeah. Um, because Gundam markers aren't cheap, and, like, if you ever left the lid off your fucking connector pens when you were a kid, you know that they dry out, so, like, why would you blast air at your Gundam marker? Yeah. You no. know? Like, just cut out the middleman, buy a fucking hairbrush. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, a real one. Yeah. There's also, like, these cheap battery-powered airbrushes going around. I know... Oh, yeah. Ninjon reviewed one, and he was like, it's okay, it works, if it's within your budget, if you don't have the budget to buy a compressor, a big one, and, and a separate airbrush. I mean, I get it. I would have gone for that too, just to try it out. But in the end, like, spend a little bit of money on the compressor, and you can just change out the airbrush later on. Uh, probably around exactly. the, for the same amount of money. So exactly, it's always one of those things with like hobbying. You don't have to buy the most expensive tools, but just understand that sometimes the job you get will vary depending on the quality of tool you're using. Yeah. Like, you don't need the most expensive brushes, but if you have complete shit versus, like, decent, there will be a difference in your miniatures. Yeah. The same with airbrushes, yeah. you know? I mean, like, I, I tend to have at least one really good normal brush around just to do, like, yeah. these really good, like, really speci- specific things, like painting faces and eyes and stuff like that. Uh, yep. So I'm the same. I have uh, three synthetic brushes that I paint with, usually G-Dub ones because they're not that expensive. Yeah. And I have one sable hair with a nice thick belly and a fine tip. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. No. The rest is just... Oh, like... and makeup, makeup brushes for airbrushing. Ah, uh, no, airbrushing, dry brushing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's That's definitely a good one. Cool. Um, so these are Ooh. kind of the parts that connect together and... You kind of also need some products for the airbrush. Uh, yeah, that's right. So one of them, a couple of them being uh, thinner and a flow improver. You could go around with just a thinner, but a flow improver will just not, like the paint won't stick to your needle as fast. And uh, I actually use flow improver as a thinner. Yeah, it it works, but it's not really designed to deal with the pigments in the same way as a thin oh. So, oh. yeah. I um, learned a thing. 
Yeah, uh, like there's a couple of tests on YouTube probably where they use the different products with the same amount of paint and whatever, and, and just they show you what the differences are between them, because it it feels really dumb. It's like two clear liquids look the same, just a different name. Like it, yeah, it might as well just be fucking water in there. <laughs> yeah. That's what, I mean, to me, I very much went with the. I'm just gonna jump in and do this. I looked yeah. up fuck all about it. All I knew was I needed to make my, my paint like milk, uh, and yeah. I knew how to work it, and that that's that's it. I didn't yeah. bother too much beyond that. So everything yeah. I've learned has been from mistakes. Yeah, you know. Uh, then me, I'm I'm the person who goes in depth on everything, like reviews and and look up things everywhere here and there, and. And try and get the best information as possible, so that hey. when I actually get into it, I somewhat have a good idea of what to do. Maybe that's why your bits are rubbing off, and mine aren't, because I'm not thinning it. I'm using Flow Improver. Because yeah. I've I've picked up my Dreadnought, like I play with it all the time. Yeah. I've not lost any paint off it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you like gotta talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it could be that I'm thinning it too much as well because that's kind of what I do. Uh, spraying yeah. it, spraying some thinner and then just the paint after, and then I mix it together. And it's probably too much thinner in there for what I'm doing. Yeah. Um. So those are two products. Uh, for your paints, and then I also recommend a cleaner, airbrush cleaner. It will get rid of the gunk inside your airbrush, the needle, make it all nice and pretty, and you can spray paint again. Yeah, I got a Tamiya airbrush cleaner. Yeah. Yep. Um, it smells fucking bonkers. Did um, you know that that it's probably the same product as uh, plastic cement? Probably. I don't know. It smells like your drunk uncle at Christmas. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, yeah, it is what it is. Um, it's very powerful. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last product I would recommend is a white ink. Uh, mostly being if you prime your model black, spray a white ink over it like a cenothal highlight. And that's that's gonna change a lot of things. If you're using a lot of contrast yeah. paints, doing a zenithal highlight is just gonna up yeah. the ad. You can get your slap chop on that way. Exactly. That's that's a really good way to get models out really fast if you're good with with uh, with the contrasts. Unless your model, unless your army is grey, hey Obi, and you can't do zenithal highlights because it doesn't work properly. <laughs> You could probably still do that. Yeah, I tried. It turned out fucked. It looks better the way I do it. Yeah. But anyway, mm. I'm not salty. Uh, you're salty. <laughs> <laughs> things work. Things doesn't work. Uh, I highly right. recommend uh, for a ink uh, the Liquitex Titanium White. Uh, yeah. Really good stuff. Uh, I'll definitely pick myself out some of that, I think. Yeah, I want to get different colors too, like a magenta and uh, some greens and stuff like that to do, uh, you know, like the good old classic undershadows of shed- of things. Yeah, I've been yeah. I've been Purples. using like yeah, I've been just using like uh, 
washes to do it with and it works but it's just too easy to spray too much of the wash and it's just like <laughs> spider webs open yeah oh no yeah happened a Not couple of times spider web yep cool that's the worst um an optional one is a little spray booth um and a rebreather mask so you can suck the fumes out of your painting area um even with the airbrush booth on for ob he still sees fog in his room every time he uses it. <laughs> yeah, uh, a a good a good tip is also if you're airbrushing, don't have your computer close by it. <laughs> yeah, man. So Shano, my little brother, was over, and we were doing a uh, a Star Wars model for him. Yeah, and I was airbrushing it, and uh, my airbrush started coming out, so I just started cleaning it. And he poor dude, he walked out of the garage, he walked back in, and he nearly died. Because I put, like, probably a quarter of a bottle of airbrush cleaner in my airbrush with no booth. I'm just, like, raw dogging it, you know? <laughs> and he's like, dude, are you going to get cancer? I'm like, probably, but, you know, for, you know, for the rebellion. <laughs> for the X-Wing, you know? Um, yeah. I, I, it, so what I'm doing... At the, or not at the moment, in the future, I'm actually setting up the garage as my airbrush booth and I'm going to have a 3D printer in there. Yeah. So all the stanky things are at that end of the house, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just do it that way because then I can put the little booth on and it'll help out. But, yeah. you know, don't be silly, guys, obviously. I'm a dickhead. Don't do what I do. Um, yeah. Wear a fucking mask and shit. Look after your lungs. Yeah. That's like, I've I've done a couple of, like, days where i like use the airbrush for like a couple of hours and uh you know at the end of a session your snot turns the color you're spray painting uh, your lungs <laughs> i was gonna I... say have you had the rainbow boogers yeah exactly and i've actually had issues with my lungs when i've when i've done long painting sessions too so wear oh, wear wear a mask like yeah for real, it's uh, it 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 looks like bullshit, but uh, it's it's take care of yourselves, guys. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a good necessity. Uh, I think I think I'm too asthmatic for it to actually enter my lungs. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm asthmatic too, and that's why I got probably got it uh, even faster. So, oh, why I mentioned uh, not having your computer close by when you're airbrushing. Uh, I recently got a new graphics card, so I, that meant that mm-hmm. I took my computer down and uh, had it up on my desk, which meant I had to clean the fans uh, because there was dust gathering into it, uh, and the dust was all red, so uh, there's probably oh. a lot of paint particles inside of my computer already, so... Uh, so either you're living on Mars or your blood angels uh, entered your computer a little. You have like a wire mesh in front of the fans and it, like yeah. exactly where the fans were, where the dust sucks in, it was all red dust. All my fist on red. So uh, yeah, don't don't have your computer close by. <laughs> there you go, see? We're, we're learning things here today, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I make all the average mistakes so you don't have to. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, it's the last one. I think that's all you, Obi. 
Cool. Yeah. So if you don't have the money to buy an airbrush booth, get like a cardboard box uh, or like at least some cutting mat to protect your painting surface while you're working because the paint will fly everywhere. And if you're mixing in the cup, you're probably using the old blowback technique and that will splatter up paint from the painting cup everywhere. Like most yep, of you yep. people know, I have recently finished a my hobby room and where I have the airbrush set up, that wall is already ruined because there's so much paint on there. <laughs> it's like I have to repaint that wall again. Just ruined or an artwork in progress. Ah, okay, you're looking wow. at it that way. <laughs> yeah, pile of shame or a pile of opportunity. Oh, uh-huh. correct, correct. I'll just add a little frame around it, like OB 2022. Exactly. <laughs> Look, at, if, if my paint pouring can be Canada's art, so can your wall. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Very cool. <laughs> Um, well, obviously we talk to everyone in the community and that sort of stuff, a lot of miniature painters, and everyone complains about how hard the airbrushes are to clean, or like how much effort they are, oh, I don't want to pull it apart and clean it every time, um, seriously, you don't need to clean it as much as you think, like, um, like when I was doing it, um, like, I would just, when I'd run through a colour, once I'm done with it, I'd then run some water through, run a little bit of airbrush cleaner through, give it a back, a black blow, yeah. and that that's it. You yeah. know, when you're finished, you clean it proper after, but between colours, that's all you need. Yeah. You know? Um, if you thin your paints properly, and, you know, clean a bit more when you when you empty your cup, like, that's basically all you have to do. Yeah. Like, between colours. Yeah, between colours. It's colors, not yeah. that difficult. Yeah. No. no, just a little bit of of maintaining it while you're using it goes a long way. Like, uh, if I'm praying... Pray, oh, God, words. Praying, spraying? <sighs> if I'm painting for a longer session, like, I don't clean it that much just when it clogs. And the way it can keep going is, is basically just keep it... Your paint's thin enough, and uh, just paint the cup out every time you either rinse the cup or uh, when it, the paint's all done, or if you're changing colors, just a little, clean it with a little bit of the back blow, like you mentioned, uh, and it should be fine. So um, yeah, you're you're the king of thinning, though. It'd be so I'll let you take this next one. <laughs> about the thinning or clean yeah 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 ah uh, the thinning man uh, i i i wing it to the mm. nth degree so <laughs> i'm not gonna give anyone any advice here i just do what works for me yeah okay so from my extensive youtube researching and experimenting <laughs> myself who <laughs> actually uh the thinning okay. uh, is is kind of what I've done for myself is have a separate uh, bottle with like a squeezy bottle and it has like a pipe going into the reservoir and you just squeeze it and into the, the cup. 
Really good. It's probably mostly used by tattoo artists to clean yeah. off the 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 ink that's on your arm or wherever they're tattooing. Uh, so what I do there is fill this bottle with like four parts a thinner and one part the flow improver. Shake it up a little bit and then that mixture is ready to go pretty much any time. I've uh, never thought of that in my whole ass life. Yeah. That's genius. I also use, because I you remember I had a syringe before that I sucked up the water from my yeah. water cup to fill in my, uh, in my uh, yeah. wet palette. Now I use these yeah. bottles. So I have like nah. three of these bottles. One with water, one with a thinner, and one with the airbrush cleaner. I, I have like little squeezy bottles. Like the it's like like what they what hair dye comes in like those yeah yeah, ones. yeah 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 like I use those ketchup before bottle, too. I, I yeah. have those yeah 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 those work fine. So thinning, four parts thinner, one part flow improver, and then what I do is squeeze a little bit in the cup, about yeah, like just a few drops in there, and equal amounts of paint, like fifty fifty. Usually, for my case, a little bit more thinner. Uh, just, you know, to keep yourself going while you're painting. Uh, the tip here is always use the thinner first. Never have the co- the paint come in contact with the needle without thinning it first. Uh, if you're yeah. mixing in the cup, of course. Blake mixes outside of the cup. Yeah, yeah. So, what I do... Um... You can get, uh, I'm sure they have them everywhere, but over here you can get little disposable shot glasses. So I think the red party cups were tiny. Yeah. I bought a heap of those for really cheap. And I'll basically do that. I'll get my paintbrush and load up how much paint I need in there. And then I'll eyeball in my flow improver or my thinner or whatever I'm using. Yeah. And I um, I tend to grab a whole bunch of those stirring sticks from servos. Just like every time I get a coffee, I'll grab like five of them instead of one. Use one, keep four, and just build up a supply, you know? And then then just fucking, yeah, use those bad boys to mix the paint, pour it in, and that works for me because then I know that I'm not putting unmixed paint in my cup, and I know that I'm not putting unthin paint onto my needle. Yeah, exactly. Um, Because if people don't know how airbrushes work... There's a little needle inside that when you pull back, it pulls the needle back. Yeah. And basically, if that needle gets clogged, your paint gets clogged. Uh, if the, and the needle just won't move. So it can be quite finicky. Yeah. So you want to have that bad boy nice and lubed up with the fucking, like, with your paint all thin so it sort of just stays away from it rather than sticking yeah. to it. Exactly. Um, and another tip for when you're actually painting is uh, especially with a dual action one press down for the air and then you pull back a little bit for paint but always go back to just air never just like hold hold back for the, the paint and then release the trigger while still having the needle open because that means yeah. that the paint will dry on the needle without being blown off of the needle. So you'll basically start your next use of the the air with already splattering old paint on your, your model. So 
can say from experience, I do this all the time, and it's a terrible thing to do, so don't do it. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good uh, habit to get into to have the the air always going, basically, and I just pull back yeah. slightly and always go back forward, pull back a little bit, and just keep holding the air down. So, so oh, one wicked thing too, um, when when you've done a nice coat on your airbrush. When you get confident with gestures in the air to blow it, you can actually dry your models quicker yeah. by blasting air at them. Yeah. Like, not blast it, but like, you know, think of a wind tunnel for them. It's neat. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, it will keep, like we said, the paint from the needle, the front part at least. So. Yeah, exactly. So you know it's all good to go. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what probably <laughs> saves me from not having to clean a lot of the times too. I reckon that's why I have to clean more because I haven't been doing that. So yeah, Julie noted when I get my <laughs> Julie noted when I get my airbrush parts shipped in. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to take the cleaning section too? Uh yeah, you can start, and then I'll come in. Yeah. So for the cleaning, I also have. A separate bottle with a about three to two ratio of water and airbrush cleaner. Like I don't have the f- the um, just straight up airbrush cleaner in there. I will use it sometimes if it's like a lot of dry paint in there. But otherwise, I I thin the airbrush cleaner out with water uh, just so I have more airbrush cleaner to use. So yeah, this mixture. After you're finished spraying, just spray a little bit of that in there. Do the backflow thing. Pour it out in like a... a wa- I usually have like a waste bucket where I just pour the shit in. Uh, pour what's the remaining... Is that when you go potty as well? <laughs> no. No. No, <laughs> no. No, that's outside in the hole I dug. <laughs> We're civilized here, okay? Who do it outside? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm imagining everything over there is flat patch, right? Like Sweden, like IKEA style. <laughs> like, oh, let me just build this house. Okay, open the box, then. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, yes. Yeah. So oh, I love it. I love it. The convenience. It's easy. It's so easy. You can just go and buy it and put it in like a tiny ass car and you can buy whatever you want. Yeah. I, I'm assuming you have like an outhouse that was flat patch, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like a party tent. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You all need um, Ikea huts for your lakes so you can do ice fishing. You know, just like Ikea that bitch up, go ice fishing. Yeah. You know we're talking. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> um, so when you're finished praying you if you have some paint remaining dump that in the little separate in the in the waste cup then you use the mixture spray that in make sure that it's gotten all wet in there use the blowback dump it in the cup and do that about like two three times and it should usually clean out your cup really good when you see that it's really clear in there you can blow it out uh, so never blow out the while you're cleaning it until you're sure that it's relatively good clean in there. Uh, I More think that's for me. 
Yeah, I think that's a thing that you're also doing a little bit wrong, just blowing it straight through, is yeah. instead uh, pour it out and put in a little bit more mixture, yeah. and then yeah. when you um, see it's so clean... So what I normally do, what I normally do is um, I have cotton tips next to me. Yeah. So I'll empty the cup of its paint, like usually you go through painting with it. Yeah. And then I will, I'll usually put water straight in. Yeah. And just sort of run it around the cup like that to get it clean, blast it out, do water a couple of times. Yeah. And then I use the airbrush cleaner at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but I did still dissolve one or two O-rings with my airbrush cleaner. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't remember which one it was, but, uh, pro tip guys, if you really need to clean the airbrush and pull it apart, Remove the O-rings, <laughs> then soak the parts in airbrush cleaner and water, clean it, then put it back together and put the O-rings back on. Yes. yes. Think, Blake. Yeah. I did not think, but that's okay. You know, I'm not hard on myself about it because you learn from your mistakes. Yeah, that's you know? it. Cool. So you, like we said, about two to three times for most paints is fine. However, I figured out that red paints, they will take a lot more times, like four to five times of the rinsing and, and pouring it out. Uh, yeah. It's because red paints are just very, very pigment heavy. So they stand I'm, to... I'm assuming like uh, neon green and like ice blue would be similar as well. The very pigmenty colors. Yeah. I haven't really experimented with those colors, but I, that's what I experienced oh. with reds. It's the same when you're cleaning out your brushes with, when you've done red paints. Like the red paint will come out forever. It's, it's, I don't know what it is. It's probably the pigmentation. So... It's simple. Just buy cheap enough paintbrushes that you don't need to clean them. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so that kind of technique, it, it takes you only about like a minute to maybe one and a half minutes to get it ready for the next paint. Uh, I've been recommended this by uh, Jono from Hobby Happy Hour. And uh, I'll put the link... Not a shout out. Just saying. Yeah, just saying. No <laughs> nah. shoutouts. We don't do. We don't do that here. Just credit where credit's due. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they, uh, they don't need our help. <laughs> yeah, they're doing good. It's fine. Uh, nah, real talk. Miss you, boys. Have a good one. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> I'll I'll add the link to the video that he recommended me from Vince Ventarello uh, in the Discord somewhere. Probably the episode discussion channel. So. Yeah, that's that's a real changer of how you will look at cleaning your airbrush because it can go really fast. And of course, when it starts clogging, it will go wrong someday. You'll just have to take it apart a little bit more and clean it a little bit thoroughly. Well, literally, literally me, like my whole thing was not working. Mm. Um, and we sat here on cam, didn't we? While I pulled it apart and cleaned it all and shit. Yeah, took me a good two hours to clean it properly because I left it get so bad. Yeah, but now it's pretty again. Yeah, it's just missing some O rings. I don't know which parts it's from. Whoops. <laughs> I think it's just, I think it's uh mostly one at the front here, and uh, one where the cup is. Yeah, but. I'm going to steal the O-ring off of my other little cup to put on there. That's what I'm going to do. 
Yeah, yeah. but but like <laughs> the O-rings aren't super expensive either to replace. No, they're not. It's just annoying because I want to order them. I just want to use my airbrush. Yeah, you know that's that's it. Uh, so, what have you used to actually uh, like? What kind of techniques have you tried with your airbrush? Man, so the big one that I'm very proud of, if anyone's seen it, is one Jurassic Park Dreadnought. Yeah. Um, yeah. That bad boy. So he's red up the top, and then it has like those, like the stripes. It comes down to a uh, moot green to a yellow transition. Yeah. Um, and how I did that, I came through with like a skag, scrag brown, skag brown. Yeah. Um, and I base coated all of his armor plates with that on the bottom half of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I came, um, is that how I did that? Yeah, that's how I did that. And then I painted that yellow. So it was a nice warm yellow. And then from there up, I did, um, a shabti bone and mm-hmm. then green on top of that. Um, and then, so he was like super bright, really saturated. Then I got in there and I, um. With a brush, and I did, like, I marked out where I wanted all of my stripes and that to be with the reds, um, with the fucking Abshabti bone. And I did that, and then I did the red contrast paint and built my reds up that way. Yeah. With highlights and shit. Um, and I just got a big brush and did all my shit that way. Um, the other thing is, too, I've done, I did a little bit of OSL on the Dreadnought with it. Um, so... I did the plasma like you do, like with the white and all that sort of stuff, and sort of made it overflowing through all the cracks in there. And then I sort of just got up close to where it would reflect onto the um, actual armor, hmm. which is the same light blue, and just like very lightly, just a touch. Like it's so subtle that unless you're sort of really looking, you don't notice it. Yeah. But it does genuinely look like this guy's plasma cannons firing and reflecting. Yeah. 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 So. That's the sort of stuff that I've done. Um, I haven't done a huge amount else other than just like base coating and priming and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. No, I think that's um, it's... your shit is wild though. <laughs> the stuff you're doing is fucking wild. You yeah. got those steroids, bro. You're leaving us all in the dust. It's it's like uh, working up with with layers as well, like. What I've started doing a lot with the airbrush is just prime it and then straight up the Mephiston red. But now lately yeah. I've been doing the Xenothal first, then doing a Mephiston red over it. It will leave the, the black parts like really dark. And, yeah, it and, would, yeah. And then what I do after is I go in there with the Druki Violet and just add purple shadows and like that effect is just sublime like yeah i love the way that looks it's it's really good and like trying to get the blends with purple to light red and then when you do your edge highlighting later on with with your brushwork you can just use the mephiston red on the purple parts and then just slowly work your way up to like an orange highlight for the red then yeah and it, yeah. it just makes it pop so well. That is one tip for you guys. When you're doing reds, um, just remember that mixing white with red on a red palette gives you pink. Hmm. 
Um, so it's okay to highlight with pink sometimes if that's the look you're going for. Mm. But generally speaking, you want like personally, I like a nice fluoro orange as my top highlight. Yeah. Um, on the on the reds, mix with yeah. yellows instead. Yeah, I just go straight up fluoro, like mm. fucking high vis shit. Oh, <laughs> so this is actually. I just grabbed it. No one can see because I'm on camera. But this is actually a craft store one that I'm going to try out. Because I'm finding a lot of the miniature ones, they're not thick enough. Yeah. There are the two, like, layer paints too much. Like, there's mm. just not enough pigment in there. Yeah. But this yeah. one seems a bit thicker. I'm hoping it'll be easier to do nice edge highlights with. Mm. Yeah. A bit less opaque. Or more opaque? I can't remember. I'm not an artist. I just work here. <laughs> I just paint things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's like when I play guitar. People are like, how did you play that? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> Where'd you learn it? I don't know. I just did <laughs> I it. I just did it. It just, it's, it just happened. Yeah, yeah. Did I, I ever tell you the story? Did I ever tell you the story about how I learned how to do pinch harmonics? Have I told you that one? I think you did. Yeah. So, so like, the class. I had, I had no idea. Right? I was like. Oh yeah, I could do pinch harmonics on the guitar, and it was always natural harmonics I was doing. I just didn't know better. Yeah. And then my friends were like, "No, this is how you do a pinch harmonic." I couldn't get it. I could not get it. I practiced and practiced and practiced. I had bloody thumbs <laughs> trying to grind through and hit that pinch harmonic. And then one day, I'm sitting there with a fucking tankard of rum in front of me, um, playing guitars because like I'm ADHD as fuck, so I'm always fiddling with my hands when I'm talking to people. So when I used to have parties, I'd sit at the table and just strum away on the guitar while I'm talking. Like, just low volume, sort of just, you know, no one cared. And then I did it. I was so drunk that my right hand was lazy and I struck the string. (laughs) Um, In the right way to do a pinch harmonic, I'm like, wait, what? And then I started doing it and that was it. It was like an orc. My brain exploded. I knew how to do pinch harmonics. And that's basically how I draw... That's how I paint. <laughs> I just walk through things, man. Ah, so that's how you do it. Skill level unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> like my friend Marshall, he's uh, cla- he's trained in music, like at the universities and shit. And he was watching me play like a solo a bit, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, you were smashing through the pentatonic scale. When did you learn that?" And I'm like, "What's a pentatonic?" <laughs> he's like he's like you don't know that that's what you're doing I'm like nah man I just play what sounds right like I don't fucking know <laughs> oh, he's like well that this is what you're actually doing I'm like oh oh yes ah sophisticated mm. ah yes Twil- twirls mustache yeah. <laughs> tips fedora hello <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> m'lady m'lady yeah, I think besides getting the bass code song really fast is is just such a big help, you know? Because especially now with all the shadow work I'm doing, it just makes it really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the other sick thing is too, if you have Gundam models, yeah. you can do full color swaps. Yep. Easily. And not just that... This is what I use mine for as well. I've forgotten, but now I've remembered. My orc brain unlocked it. Um, <laughs> when I'm doing, like, say, a Gundam, I, I'll assemble it all, get all the nubs off and whatnot, and then I have, like, those uh, alligator clips with the little bits of wire on the bottom, and I set all those bad boys up on a shoebox so it, like, holds them, 
and I actually just do the edges of the the panel of armor with the like a couple of um, tints darker gray. So when it gets all put back together, it's like shadowing and like makes it look more realistic. Yeah. That on top of the panel lining looks fucking stellar. But what I do want to do is get some um, real grade or high grade kits when my airbrush is up and running and do complete palette swaps. Yeah, like yeah. I want to do bonkers colors, you know. Yeah. yeah I want to see really how many nights the hobby table Gundams we can have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh. oh, I still have a Leo left to do. Maybe I should do one in there. Ooh. Yeah. That That's an idea. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I think besides, like, uh, getting the base goats and everything done, uh... It, it's just that it just speeds up things so much more just having the base go ready and then you just add the highlights to the armor and and you're done so then yeah. you just basically and those transitions yeah transitions I could never pull off that Jurassic Park thing without like really good wet blending yeah. without the airbrush like and it would take so much time on a fucking dreadnought too yeah could it be done yes but I don't have that sort of time hmm you know? Yeah, that's it. Uh, I think those are, so, are just yeah. the main things for me on why to use an airbrush. It's just the blends and just the time saving that you do with getting these really cool base coats. Yeah, so long and short of it, stop being scared of an airbrush and just do it. The worst you can do is fuck it up like I have and then buy spare parts. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. And, but and the the reward is much 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 greater than the risk of jumping in on one. Yeah, much greater. Yeah, and it's the same with paint. Paint is so thin, just especially through an airbrush. Like it doesn't even matter how many coats of airbrush paint you will put on, you will never ever cake the model with so much paint that you'll obscure the the details. So just yeah, exactly. Because if it's too thick, it just won't blow out of the airbrush. Yeah, exactly. you're not gonna. Yeah, exactly. So, so just, you can try different shit out. Yeah, just paint, paint on as much as you can. Uh, of course, if you paint on and it's literally running down the model, you're doing too much. Just, just spray a little Ease bit. Up turbo. Yeah, spray up a little. Like I usually do, like left to right motions or up to down motions. And move the model around while you're doing it. So like you always have have paint coming from different directions, hitting different points of your model, so uh, you don't flood the model with paint. Uh, It's one of those common sense things, you know. Yeah. Like uh, obviously, if your guy looks like he's fucking oozing, ease up a bit. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. You know. And, and that's where the balance of like the amount of paint how close you are and the amount the air pressure that you're doing is coming with then you're also having to add the combination of like just up and down movements or left to right movements just to do like thin thin coats while you're not flooding the model with paint so I think that's yeah, exactly. that's pretty much the key things that we, we can give you of this episode I mean, it's so, kind of the same yeah. with with regular painting, it's right? Fine airbrush. <laughs> it's kind of like there's a... nothing to it but to do it, man. 
Yeah. You're just going to get the fuck in there and rip that bandaid off and do it, you know? Yeah, exactly. One more thing that you can do with airbrushing really fast and quick is clear coating your models uh, so you will protect mm. them uh, from dust and manage handling them with your fingers, which for some reason hasn't really worked that well for me. So, But it's worked great for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. More coats of clear coat for me. <laughs> yeah, like just, you know, clear that motherfucker up big time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and usually uh, what, what you can yeah. do is use gloss first and then matte after. Or satin. Yeah. Uh, I think the matte finish is a lot nicer, to be honest. Especially for for our kind of styles of painting. Yeah, for sure. I, I use the gloss literally as I am. Um, I actually use it on my paintbrushes for doing gems and stuff. Yeah. I just yeah. use it as a gloss varnish now. And it's good to have there. It wasn't too expensive. so. Mm. But it's good to know that if I do a Gundam and I want certain parts to be super duper shiny, mm. I can use the gloss. Yeah. So. Cool. Basically, don't be shit. Get an airbrush. It's fun. Yeah. It will It will help you. you have- like, like you said, the pros are way more than the cons on this one. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, me and Obi are always around the Discord and shit, so if you got a question, just ask, man. We're happy to help with our knowledge, and if we don't know, maybe we can help you find a video and a solution, mm. and then we'll learn when you learn, you know? Exactly. Yeah. That's what it's about, this community. It's about us all learning together and hobbying together. So yeah. it's cool. Very cool. Sweet. So that ramps up the uh, episode for today, I guess. So for the airbrush stuff. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about music, which is the only reason I come here. <laughs> <laughs> the main reason why we're here, right? Which is also, we're going to talk a little bit about Wrapped, actually. Um, That's right. We're going to wrap it up with Spotify recently did the 2022 Wrapped uh, thingy where they just show you what your top artists are and whatever. And it's it's always yeah. surprising to see who comes on top. Although I think for me this this year it's 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 quite there's obvious. A lot of show. Yeah, there's a lot of show. Oh, oh yeah, okay. there's a lot of it in there. Mine was very surprising. Yeah, very surprising. Yeah, yeah. All right, I you, can't wait to run through this. So you want to start? All right, do you want me to run through it first? Yeah, I'll run through it first. That's fine. I I got some of them saved. Mm. We'll do that. So. Overall, I've listened to 76,127 minutes of music (laughs) uh, of Spotify this year, Mm. which is more than 96% of listeners in Australia. So, top 4%. I think that's pretty dapper. Now, my top artists from number 5 is Amonomath. Mm -hmm. Number 4 is Necrogoblicon. Number three, Sabaton. Number two, Corn. And would you like to guess number one if I haven't told you it yet? Uh, it's Ghost. It is Ghost. <laughs> a- and that astonished me. Yeah. Because apart from that new album they released, I barely remember listening to Ghost this year. So yeah. I-, I don't know where I was at at the start of the year, man. I guess I was just really waiting for that album. But uh, I listened to 
5,795 minutes of ghosts. <laughs> I'm in the top 0.5% of their listeners. So, uh, wow. there is that. My top songs are This Is It by Necrogoblicon, mm-hmm. Call Me Little Sunshine by Ghost, Forgotten by Corn, Soldier of Heaven by Sabaton, and Hunter's Moon by Ghost. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What do you got? All right. Um, for me, I played 3,600 songs, uh, but these played again and again. Oh, the minutes. How many minutes I did? I did roughly about half of what you listened to. Whoa! 36... Thousand nine hundred thirty-seven minutes. That's more. You got some catching up to do, brother. Yeah, that's. (laughs) Well, there's like been a couple of months where I don't listen to music much at all. Uh, Oh. So it's I probably lost about like four or five months of not listening to music. (laughs) So, uh, what percentage in Sweden are you there? More than eighty-five percent of listeners in Sweden. Okay, yeah. so Sweden's just doing poorly in general in this regard. Yeah, so <laughs> I have 36,000 uh, different artists I listen to. Whoa! I don't know how many I have. Yeah, so my top songs are Cursed to Die by Lorna Shore. Number four is Into the Earth by Lorna Shore. <laughs> Number uh-huh. three is Pain Remains Dancing Like Flames by Lorna Shore. <laughs> uh-huh. The second one is <laughs> Sun Eater Sun Eater by oh. Lorna Shore. <laughs> I bet number one's Taylor Swift or something. Actually, it's fit for an autopsy, far from heaven. Ah, yeah. good band. Good band. Good. Well, they, they just got the death call this year. That's all you've done. Honestly, the last last two months for real. It's uh, it's definitely been like that. Let's see what That's my top art because Corn was also in my top artists, and I don't know if I yeah. if I we both like Corn a lot. Yeah. No, I get. Yeah, that's alright, man. I'm amazed. That Necrogoblicon wasn't number one. It was last year, if mm. I remember. Uh, no, wait. No, last year it was Unleash the Archers, then Necrogoblicon. Mm-hmm. And then the year before that, it was Necrogoblicon at number one. So the fact that this slipped to number three, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Ghost did, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's sometimes it's surprising what pops up, but... Um... Yeah, For yeah. me, it was pretty obvious because I I literally listened to the the Pain Remains album like pretty much daily, and one day I listened to it like six times. So that's insane. Yeah, just that mag that album too. So it's it's uh, a great album too. To exactly. All right, my top artist. This one is actually really surprising. The first one is Fit for an Autopsy. The second one is okay. Lorna Shore. The third one is Corn. Now, take a wild guess what number four and five are. Okay, I'm gonna say Muse. Guess one more. And 
Bring me the horizon. Uh, no. Very wrong. No? Number oh, four. Oh, good. I'm glad, because both those bands suck. <laughs> <laughs> Number four is League of Legends. <laughs> How was I ever going to guess that? Yeah. Okay, and number five is uh, a guy named A. Yarmak. He makes lo-fi metal music. If you remember when okay. Bowen was still around, I had like a phase where I was listening to, listening to lo-fi metal. Yeah, yeah. It, somewhere that got stuck in the list <laughs> with deathcore and stuff. It's like, okay. When Bowen was still around before he died. <laughs> yeah. Ripping pieces, that my guy. Mm. Yes, that was really interesting to 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 go through. To be honest, especially the top artists, the top songs. I oh yeah, I I definitely knew that was coming. Uh, It was just surprising that the Pain Remains trilogy wasn't in there completely. (laughs) I played three thousand different songs. What else we got? Hold on, we're going through still. I listened to 423 artists this year. Okay, so I got That's not more... many compared to you. Yeah, I, got, I listened to more artists, definitely. Uh... But this is what's going to blow your tits off. How many times do you think I listened to my top song? Uh, I would say around 50 times. I listened to This Is It by Necrogoblicon 117 <laughs> times. Wow. my Mine was 63 times the Far From Heaven from Fifth Row. That's insane, man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's hey, now really Hakina cool. was for New Goblins. Because <laughs> that's, I think that's the first track on the new album too, right? Like, that they pulled out. This Is It? Well, it's like, this yeah, is now. it's yeah. one of them anyway. Yeah. That's it's crazy times, man. I actually love that little Spotify rap thing. To be honest, yeah, I mean, it's real fun to track what yeah. you listen to. And it's really cool yeah. that they made like the hundred top songs of that year because it, it it reflects what you've been going through in the year too. Like my yeah. my mu music taste changes according to my mood a lot, and I can get stuck <laughs> my, in a certain the same mood. Year. I can get stuck in a mood for like probably like a week or two. And then I'll move on yeah. to something else. But it feels like the deathcore mood stuck around really long this time. <laughs> so. Yep, yep, yep. Um, did you? How much podcasts did you listen to? Uh, like minutes of podcasts. Oh, let's let's see. And so not... what's the first one? So I listened to nine thousand six hundred minutes of podcasts. Okay, I listened to somewhere around six thousand for me. Yeah. Alright, alright. What are your top five podcasts? Alright. Number five is Star Lores. Number uh-huh. four is <laughs> our own podcast. Um before I started editing <laughs> it because then I I had enough of listening to it two, three times. Uh uh-huh. Lorehammer is number three. The Hobby yeah. Happy Hour is number two. And Lorehammer oh, Listener Lore is number one. Oh, yeah. okay. Contentious. So mine, number five is Lorehammer. Mm-hmm. Big ups to the boys. Yep. Number four is a podcast called Retrovaniacs. It's a retro games podcast. Oh, yeah. 
Number three is our podcast because my jokes make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, number three is us. Um, and that's because I don't edit, so I usually always listen back to it. Yeah. It's good you know? to have somebody um, that listens to it back. Cause yeah, exactly. I listen to like when I'm editing it, I'm listening to it, but I'm going back and yeah. forth all the time in between times and stuff. Yeah. So, it, so you're dumb with it. Yeah. So number two is Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. And number one is Distractable. Huh. I don't even know what that one is about. Oh, dude, you got to check out Distractable. It's funny as fuck. It's a uh, Markiplier. And his buddy's podcast. Ah, okay. It's very funny. It gets a good giggle out of me. Yeah. It's just very lighthearted and chill. But, uh, yeah. No, not a single uh, other rival hobby podcast in here, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, for me, it was basically uh, all just friends. <laughs> you know all the people on all those podcasts? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Markiplier, if you want to be my friend, hit me up, alright? We'll link on the show. <laughs> Big star. Exactly. Oh, so yeah. Oh, that well, was a little different music section this time. And I think... Yeah. Yeah, we we got a couple of albums that we want to review as well. But we'll take those, I probably assuming, next time. Well, we have something a little bit more special for next time, actually. Oh, yeah. You remember. I do, but I didn't want to you spoil remember. it. I didn't want to spoil it. <laughs> it's just, we're not spoiling anything. Okay. But you remember. Ah. Maybe I do. Wait till we start doing video feed with this one day, because like, the faces I pull while we record, <laughs> and the shit I do while we record, like, I'm just sitting here like fucking bobbing my head around like a Funko Pop and some motherfuckers dash half the time, doing weird faces at Obi, like, oh, you know? Yeah. Y'all are gonna lose your shit. Yeah, video anyway. feed is definitely something I want to get going. It, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a potential thing for the future. Yeah. You know, we'll see how we go this year. Exactly. For sure. But don't bug us about it, or I won't do it. <laughs> I don't know. Give us enough Patreon money and I'll do it. I succumb to peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I succumb to cold hard cash. Um, Wait, is it actually you that can be bought, not me? Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> well, it's funny, actually. One of the guys the other day was like, oh, why don't you guys do weekly episodes? And I'm like, well... The amount of time it takes to write, record, edit, and release these episodes, we don't have physically enough time with our full-time jobs to do it. Yeah. But I was like, if we get enough patrons for you and I to both drop a day a week of work without taking a hit to the pocket, then I'm happy to do weekly episodes. Yeah. But until then, this is is our maximum. Yeah. You know, maybe a bonus episode here and there Mm. if we can feel the chirpy, but this is the maximum workload right now yeah exactly because you know we're doing socials we're doing merch stuff we're hanging out with the people on discord yeah it's a lot there's a lot of heretics to be killed uh i mean what that's that's right that's right um (laughs) yeah exactly but that being said so you know um if you guys would like to see us push forward like that you know do your part you know i'm sure a lot of people give money to disney or netflix or that sort of shit if you enjoy your podcast, you like hanging out with us, help us keep the lights on. Help Obi's water bowl stay full. Help me keep lasagna in my freezer. I spilled paint um, in it this time. 
Oh no. <laughs> well, I hope it's I hope it's the grape flavored one because that's all you're getting. <laughs> but yeah, so our Patreon, it's there. We got it. We got some really cool patrons. Um, I think we have new ones actually. Exactly, we do. Uh, Two new ones. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, well, first of all, we have Mister Bixer. Hmm. Yeah. Correct. Good old Bixer. And the second one and, uh, being Mister Panda, Acid Panda. Ah, uh, yeah, the Acid Panda, my two <laughs> British homies. Exactly. Thanks for the support, guys. We really do appreciate it. <laughs> truly. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's great. Do you want to know the story yes. of how why? panda signed up to the patreon <laughs> i would love to i don't think i was there for it okay so uh this is the beta time for dark tide and polly is like okay everybody needs to play dark tide so uh, panda give me your give me your steam code and i'll i'll add you uh, and i'll buy the game for you and it's like panda's like no no i'm i'm not giving that to you i will be generally upset with you if you do that <laughs> it's like okay obi give me panda's team account and i'll add him that way and i was like i i could guess i could uh give him your code i guess right and then panda was like i'll join the patreon if you don't give my account to him it's like okay well he could just find you through my friends list so <laughs> i technically i didn't tell him what your account name so, is so he yeah, joined the win-win yeah <laughs> so he uh, joined the patreon because of that so uh, thank you very much <laughs> you got some stuff in the mail already so <laughs> it was a win-win yeah. very cool That's uh, math. awesome yeah well um beside that we have discord join us on discord we have facebook and instagram but we don't use them much so um Whatever, come hang out on Discord and shoot heretics with us. <laughs> yep. Very keen <laughs> for heretics killing. Uh, exactly. I mean, if you find the podcast entertaining, by any stretch, wait until you talk to me and Obi when we're not recording shit. We're just spitting shit. <laughs> we're infinitely more entertaining in person on the Discord. Yeah, you can get really yeah. fun little snippets live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I think uh, I think I'm good. I think I'm done here. Mm-hmm. Are you done here? You, you done brushing air? I have brushed all the air there is. Mm, well, with that, I must say, remember to crank that app. Uh, good sir. Why don't you slay that grey? Ha <laughs> We are the Knights of the Hobby Table. <laughs> My, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> See you guys. Hell yeah, my news.